everything about the four-day week is a work time reduction model. So to put that simply is we are looking to South African companies to join an experiment whereby they reduce their employees' working week from around 40 hours to around 32 hours. And so it's a work time reduction experiment, and it's based on a very simple principle, the 180-100 rule. That is 100% pay for 80% of your time in return for 100% productivity. So at the heart of the four-day week experiment, the global experiment with South Africa participating in their way, we are basically looking to South African organizations to see whether they can maintain or improve productivity in a reduced work week. Mm. And the global pilots have shown that indeed that is true, as you mentioned at the start of your introduction. Not only have we seen improvements in productivity, but the pilots that have been done are also largely revenue neutral or positive, which means they've had a, a really great impact on, on bottom line. But by far the most exciting data for me is mm. the well-being and the positive impact that you also mentioned, reduction in stress and burnout. And for me, that's really exciting because South Africa, as we well know, is well, is still going through a lot of, a lot of turmoil and, and trials and tribulations with recession and, and, and lots of stresses. But our, our well-being scores in the workplace are, are pretty severe. And uh, the global experiments have definitely shown that well-being can be significantly uh, improved by participation in, in, in the four-day week uh, pilot program, and companies have reported as such. Talk to us about the countries which have successfully adopted this concept of a four-day work week. So the pilots have been done across a, a number of different uh, companies. We've got 180 that have participated in 2022 alone, um, 180 uh, organizations. But we've had uh, Ireland, U.S. and Canada. Uh, United Kingdom is the biggest trial, and that was completed at the end of November. So we're expecting results at us, uh, for that particular pilot program very, very soon in January. Um, Australia, New Zealand, Pacific, we have North America Phase 2. Um, the EU program starts at the same time as the South African pilot, which will be at the end of January or the 1st of February. But there's been initiatives with the Valencian government, Portuguese government, experiments in Japan, uh, it's all over the world. So some are in an official capacity, as in Boston College, and it's, it's an academically oriented pilot. It's a research experiment. Others have been trialing it uh, within their organization um, and checking in with Four Day Week Global about how to do it, etc. So at this point in time, we really are encouraging South African organizations to join the research experiment, which is essentially what that is. Mm. And it's exciting because we get to take part in a global experiment uh, that has gone before us. So we've got all of those incredible learnings from organizations around the world that have done this successfully. And we're also trialing alongside the European Union, which obviously have a number of com companies and countries involved. So we are part of a bigger data set while we're also experimenting in South Africa, which is always exciting to be a part of. Now, South Africa has standing laws and negotiated positions around working hours. How do you plan to go about uh, this change? We are very lucky in the sense that this experiment completely negates the need for any change in labor legislation or policy. What it is is a voluntary opt-in initiative, so organizations cannot mandate it. So they have to go to their employees and say, do you want to participate? And there is a pact that is signed between organization and employees to say that this is the rule that we're going to try and, and work towards, or this is the model that we're going to implement, and we're going to test it for a fixed period of six months. 
and 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 because it's voluntary and opt-in. And another element of it is is the solution to how an organisation reduces their work week resides with the employees. So it is co-creative and it's a collaborative effort. effort. So if you, for example, uh, you know, the last thing we want is a, is a call to action to close businesses on a Friday and take a day off. That's not what this is. So the four-day week does imply that. But actually what it is is, is how an organization with all of its staff and departments can get together and work out how they can all reduce their work week from top management and board right the way down to the most junior entry-level staff member so that they collectively, as individuals, get their time off but the productivity and, 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 you know, bottom line is not adversely impacted by the experiment. So there's no need to change the labor legislation. It is literally a pact that says you will give me 100% productivity, you will, we will stay on the same salary that we currently pay you, but you will give me 20% less of your time and you will use that gift of time to do whatever it is that you want to do as an individual. That might be spending more time with your family, it could be... Uh, do, uh, taking up a hobby or learning a new skill. It could be exercise, and that's what we've seen uh, from the global pilots is, is how individuals are spending their day off or that eight, uh, that eight hours a week translates to things at an individual level, and that's important to that individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, it's really, really exciting to see where they're, where they're spending their time. It is. It's, it's, it's leisure predominantly, which is a rest ethic there, which is starting to be developed. Sometimes housework, care work, personal maintenance. Um, we've even seen reduction in childcare costs because working moms or working parents have been able to be more flexible in the work week and be more present to be able to pick up the kids from school, do homework with them, except need for or pairs and additional childcare costs have actually been seen mm-hmm. to decline in some of the pilots that we've We've been seeing data yes. from. Ms. Lowe? So it's all very exciting. Yes, Ms. Lowe, do you think South Africa is ready for this? And, and what challenges do you think it could solve? You mentioned a number of them, but, but what are the ones here in South Africa? Because some would argue that uh, we are currently in a debt trap here in this country. We, we need economic growth, so we need actually for people to work more. I think, I think the economists would probably have a different view on this and perhaps would also say that South Africa is not ready for it. And I would agree that some sectors of our economy would be would find it more challenging to participate mm. in a four-day week experiment. However, there are a number of big organizations and SMEs that are in, you know, sort of the, the knowledge work environment, very, very easy to implement. Um, and I, I think South Africans are ready for it. We're very competitive globally in certain sectors of our economy. And actually what we're seeing is we're losing talent. Because we're not offering that flexibility, um, and we can't, you know, we can't meet the demands of the, the dollar and the euro-based salaries. So in our IT fintech sector, um, you know, where we've got a we've got a really good base um, across Johannesburg and Cape Town, specifically of developers, flexibility in the workplace is the new currency, and organisations are actually using the four-day week and initiative to retain and recruit and attract new talent. So certain sectors of the economy, for sure, Elvis, I would say watch, learn, and let us give you some information and best practice that we've learned from South African organizations participating as well as global. Other organizations that can experiment and have the luxury of experimenting with us, join and let's learn because that's what we want to do. We want to test this. And I think one other thing that's very, very important to me, at the heart of this is productivity. And I think South Africans underestimate themselves. We, we know that we can be more productive at work. We have one of the most prolonged lockdowns in the world. 
we proved to everybody and ourselves that we're able to work remotely, hybrid, we're able to produce just as much, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a state, of, a state of unique stress. But for me, the other side of the productivity is the well-being conversation. And South Africa is state. You know, we've been having discussions with Discovery Health, for example, that participated in a, in a webinar late last year, and they are seeing in their corporate clients this increase in claims and absenteeism as a result of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So we're actually seeing that, you know, we're, we're not a healthy, engaged, thriving workforce. In fact, we've got one of the poorest scores in the world. And this experiment has been shown globally across the board that the biggest gains are in the well-being space. So if you're looking to reduce stress, if you're looking to reduce fatigue, burnout, uh, improve your mental health within an organization, reducing anxiety, get your staff to improve their wellness markers, their physical health, exercise, and then obviously improve yes. work-life, family balance, mm-hmm. then, then this experiment has been shown to do that. Well, and there is not one organization that doesn't want that for their staff mm-hmm. and that has not got wellness or well-being in the workplace as strategic yes. priority number one for this year. Ms. Lowe, all the best of luck with the project. That Thank was you, the director of Four Day Week South Africa, Karen Lowe.